As the Nationals are struck away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh. Handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Hello and welcome to another episode of the DC Crossover, episode 134. I am Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. Glad to have both of us back here. It seems like it was you know, a couple weeks of just Mike, a couple uh, a week or so of me. It's always best when both big boys are in the house oh, as yeah. we are here in today, the house. episode 134. Follow the show on the social media at The DC Crossover on Twitter and at Cerrone16 for Mike. And then, of course, follow The Talk. The Talk has been popping the off talk. as we were talking about uh, DC Crossover podcast on, on The Talk uh, for those TikTok fans out there because yep, yep. Mike does a great, great job cutting clips, putting it up. And look, if you listen through one of these whole episodes, all hour, hour 15 of it, maybe you miss a moment or maybe there's a favorite moment. You can go back and relive it on TikTok. And we do put up the full episodes on YouTube. We don't promote it as much, but we do have that one guy that watches like every video. <laughs> uh, predators. Yeah, the <laughs> Predators. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully he's still watching. And uh, you can watch as well on youtube a lot to get to i don't think he's commented lately though no he is not he is not maybe <laughs> our content wore thin with him he is not into us anymore or maybe he was annoyed that we <laughs> that we had maybe, like a few yeah few weeks ever of since me. we mentioned his name he stopped commenting which is he's weird like, oh, they, like they found me out <laughs> obviously we saw your comment when you were writing on our youtube channel so it's like right. i don't know i don't know the predator the predator <laughs> Uh, we've got some snacks to taste test today. I'm excited for that. Uh, but before we get to, and obviously plenty of sports talk, I did want to get some of your reaction. I know you listened to some of last week's episode where I yep, went over yep. that NJ.com's uh, Thanksgiving uh, dishes list. So I was curious if you're if you were in line with some of my thinking is mm-hmm. where I, I kind of picked apart the rankings a little bit, uh, where there's some that you feel like should have been higher. We don't have to go through the whole list right now, but I just wanted to get your initial gut reaction to that list that I went over last week. Honestly, when you're looking at that list, the list, I mean, first of all, it was all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you, you got d- dessert here, you know, starch here or whatever it was yeah it was fruit pie and and that got a lot of buzz on the talk because people were like what the hell is that and i said the same thing i didn't even know what a fruit pie is that like a like apple pie like a cherry pie i like think a, so i think it's fruit? literally like well you've heard of a fruit cake right <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah and which is also disgusting i remember there was a kid his name was dennis and his last name i won't say and Menace. in elementary school, he had a bowling party, which is always a cool spot. Everybody goes bowling for his birthday yeah. party. Bowling but American? then when it came cake time, <laughs> out they brought a fruit cake for the oh, party. God. So it was like a cake with a bunch of different fruit in it. It was the one of the worst days of my life. Because it's like, I'm at a kid's birthday party. I'm there for free cake, chocolate cake. I'll even sacrifice vanilla cake. Not the worst thing in the world. It's yeah. cake is cake. Yeah. Fruit cake. Awful. I mean, that's just that just makes you get bullied in school. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, I that's mean, on the parents. That's not on Dennis. Yeah, well, think about this way, okay? You know, there are a lot of parents out there that are trying to mold their kids that are just going to get them bullied in school because yeah. everyone everyone wonders, like, why is my kid getting bullied? Why is my kid being the one that's bullied? And you're like, it's you. And especially yeah, well, me, yeah, exactly. being, <laughs> me, me being in the school system now, it's like, Obviously, I don't see a lot of bullying because in my particular job, 
I'm like one of the few males in elementary school. Right. So the kids kind of they kind of clean up their act a little bit when they're inside because yeah, I'm a PE teacher, obviously, and everyone whip our ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is that they they kind of clean up their act a little bit, but then obviously you hear them in music or in art or right, in right. one of these other uh, classroom settings. Yeah, teacher. exactly. They 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 sit there and they just they, they just rag on the teacher, rag on the ki- other kids or something like that. But that's like. A lot of the the parents out there are, are the problem because you know, and I'm not getting into parents right now, but it's like that's the thing. You're serving a fruitcake yeah, fruit at a cake kid's a birthday. Rough move for your kid. I, I mean, I you got to go with the Costco, like uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever they call it, the the uh, cake they make, like oh, the, the one that, cake, like the well, 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 no, just the one, not not my favorite cake, the chocolate sure, one that they sure. that they did did away with apparently, uh, but like the customized ones. Oh, okay, like, yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah. a classic. And that, yeah. that little that little booth that has like the plexiglass. It's cracked. Costco cake is <laughs> pretty damn good, I will say. We use yeah. that for our, my, our wedding cake, not the one that we like. It capped or whatever, but the one we served was Costco cake because it's like, hey, screw it, dang good. But yeah, Thanksgiving food. So like, you know, as as you saw the list, uh, there were some weird ones towards the top where it was kind of like, yeah, the fruitcake stuff, and then like, <sighs> yeah. you know, I, I to me, and I said it on the episode, it's tough because like my favorite dishes are always going to be. So th- the thing that I think number one on the list was stuffing, which I, I wasn't, and I, I am a stuffing fan, and I do think right, it belongs right. in the top five. I, I thought it kind of was strange to have stuffing as number one on the list. Yeah, I mean stuffing. Obviously, you can never go wrong with a stovetop box of stuffing. Oof, yeah, um, and, and 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 that's the funny thing. And, and actually, reverting back to you know just like going with stovetop. It's like when you have a tissue, you say, "Hey, can I get a Kleenex?" Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like my my dad, he actually like. One time we had a chili cook-off at my aunt's house. Nice. And he just got like six cans of Hormel and just threw them all together. Solid. <laughs> Solid. And he was like, man, this is a good chili. And he actually got third place, which is hilarious. Um, but uh, at the same time, you're looking at it and saying, stovetop stuff, and you can never go wrong with it. But it's not the top like option. And I hate when people put weird things in stuffing. Now, obviously, you know when you look at stovetop, it's it's an it feels like a normal type of stuffing, but then all of a sudden you see some people that they just add crap to it, and that's another thing. I like hate when people just exactly like, yeah. yeah onions yeah. and and random weird greens. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with it's you. like come on now, you don't want to add all these different elements to it. Just just have the stuff in there. Yeah, so just give it's me like the stuffing. Yeah, just <laughs> give me the regular want. stuff. And that's the thing is, I think honestly. That when you look at stuffing, it's a top five, but it's like it's kind of like a middle of the order type, you know, you know, dish. It's yeah. not like a I'm hitting cleanup with stuffing. And they had it. They had stuffing number one, which was crazy. But yeah, if you want to go back and listen to the episode, you can hear the the NJ.com's rankings of Thanksgiving food. Um, uh, before we get into the sports stuff, I want to finally give you the opportunity because <laughs> we've been uh, teasing the story forever. It's just like as you guys hear the show, Mike and I could do an hour non-sports easily, um, but we try to cram some in at the beginning and then get into yep, the sports yep. talk. But I know that you frequented the the uh, historic backyard grill over here in my neck of the woods in Chantilly, yes. and and we've talked off air about this that. Backyard Grill, it's it's kind of a weird spot in a yes, way. The, the, yes. the clientele, the the servers, everybody's kind of strange. Abby and I, when we first moved over here, we were like, "All right, Backyard Grill's close by. <laughs> let's go there." We've never been back since. <laughs> it's it was yeah. like, "All right, one time is enough for me." And whenever it pops up on like Uber Eats or anything like that, I go, "No thanks. I, I, <laughs> I'll order from any other place than order some something from Backyard Grill." Uh, so yeah, I wanted to I wanted to hear a little bit about your experience. Yeah, it's already as the kids say, "sus" uh, going there, but having yeah. Uber Eats would even be more. Yeah, no way, no um, chance. Yeah, so. The biggest thing about Backyard Grill is, you know what, when we have, you know, NFL going on and stuff like that, Jess likes to go out and we like to, you know, go watch some of the games sometimes. So, especially, you know, Thursday night and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, we we said, hey, let's try out the Backyard Grill, okay? It's not that far down Centerville Road. We can go try it out. And we get there. And it's kind of brunch time-ish, like they're ending their brunch area, because uh, at least at this point it's like one o'clock, and their brunch ends at two. Um, and when does we got to turn into lunch, so it's two o'clock is the cutoff there. Uh, well, I have no idea. I mean, it's a little late. <laughs> it's a little late. Um, so we get a server, and uh, 
I, I don't know how to how to redirect this, but he's cross-eyed, okay. um, and so he's he's looking one direction. He's having trouble handing you guys the menus. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, I I didn't know exactly what was going on, um, and uh, I couldn't really tell if he was nice or not because he 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 kind of like grunted a couple times, right. and like I didn't know what he was what he was, he was hard saying. To tell if he was talking to your table or the table next to you, because right, he, right, he was looking. And and uh, and we caught him a couple times peering around the the corner, staring at us. That's- uh, or, or or at one of the birds. I don't know where he was looking right. at. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say. It. I mean, the guy was looking two different directions. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, oh, so, yeah, I'm no, sorry. There's no shame here. Yeah. You know. So it's <laughs> so uh, he comes and takes uh, the order of the drinks, and we, we, he goes and gets the drinks. He brings them back, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm just letting you guys know that brunch is ending at two, and at this point, it's like one forty six. Right. We're like, all right, yeah, well, yeah, well, okay, we'll, we'll order it right now." And then he looks, uh, he looks down at his little pad or something like that, then looks back up and he says, what would you like? And the first part was that Jess looked at me because she didn't know if he was looking at her or looking at oh me. Boy. <laughs> oh boy. And I didn't, and I, I didn't know where that was going to happen. Oh yeah. And I didn't know where he was looking at either. Cause he kind of looked in a different direction than he normally right. did. Right. So, uh, and uh, at, at some point he's got to assume where he's looking. Um, and so we order and, and we get the food or whatever. And, uh, meanwhile, you know, while the food's coming out, we're just looking around and outside, like we're sitting on the outside patio yeah. and all of a sudden, like we see like up in like above the bar, there's like a rodent trap. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, yeah. Like, you, you know, those cage ones that you see on like yeah. a TLC show or not a TLC, whatever the history channel shows, right, right, like, right. gator catchers something, and something like that. Evil. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was like a trap. And I looked at Jess and I said, that thing catches like raccoons. What is that doing here? And it was like sitting there. Oh and then, my God. <laughs> and at a freaking bar. Yeah. And meanwhile, like, granted, it was outside, but it was like they had the, the plastic things down because it's still, you know, it was like late October or something like that at the time. Right, right. Uh, or, or, or maybe you say mid November. It was when they were playing the Vikings. And uh, all of a sudden, like, there's like three birds that get so close to my face, like flying around. It was the weird. It was the closest I've ever gotten to a bird like hitting me in the face. It sounds like a, a, a backyard grill experience to me. Yes, it's, yeah, and we're not done yet. So the best part was is that we get little. We, we basically ordered like a like a small like all all breakfast thing, like kind of like a big breakfast at McDonald's. Right. That's basically what it was, oh, I love and we, that. we and we shared it, and it was pretty good. It wasn't it wasn't bad. So then all of a sudden he comes back and he says, "What would you guys uh, like to order?" And I said, "Well, can we get?" you know, two more drinks and then we'll order when, uh, you know, you come back and the guy's like, all right, what would you like to have? And I I said, no, we'll order some wings when you come back, you know, with the drinks. He said, well, what kind of wings do you want? Oh God. (laughs) And I I said, what? (laughs) I was like, look, I made eye contact with him for like, we're like, yeah, well, plural. I literally, yeah, it was one eye. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the, one. I, don't, I couldn't know. I didn't know what to choose. Oh, so no, I, no. I, I put. I picked an eye, and I looked at it, and we made eye contact, and it was like an awkward silence for like six seconds. And I was like, I don't even know what kind of wings you got. Like, like I literally That's just what you told him. A second to check yeah, it out. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally just. But he's like, well, what wings do you want? Oh, and I said, I'm like, dude, like I, I literally told you now twice. Can you come back after you bring another set of drinks? And it was, I mean, Fantastic. the guy was, he, he was all over the place. Meanwhile, he, you know, the table was rickety, so was spilling. Oh, I, I said, it's I said, right. the right. whatever. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and it was just going all over the place. The birds are flying around my face. You know, it, it, Tyler Heineke is, 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 uh, is all over the place throwing picks. You know, it's, it's like, uh, it was, it was the weirdest experience. Meanwhile, you got over at the bar, you got this one guy who's just wasted, and he's literally like, taking shots, and the, the 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 bartenders pouring water shots for him, and you know it's you know it's getting bad. And then this other lady's trying to make her like boyfriend across the bar jealous, and like buying them Red Bull vodka. It's like oh, it was a weird. It was a like weird Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bunch of hobos going going to town there. You, I mean, that's the thing with you and. And just frequenting all these local establishments like Ned's, like Backyard Grill, like all these, you're getting really to to get to know the local oh, personnel yeah. here in this town because there is per- a, <laughs> personnel. Yeah. yeah, there is uh, there are some there are some interesting casting characters here 
in Northern Virginia. That's for sure. Let's just uh, say that I will probably not be frequenting there uh, myself. Yeah, they had me one and done, and that was uh, that was all I needed to leave to <laughs> never go back. Uh, let's hit up the rewind machine—a chance to touch on some uh, DC sports. You know, kind of what happened in the previous week. I will start things off just uh, on the Washington Nationals. Uh, there's one note on them: they did make a couple moves this week, uh, signing third baseman and former Detroit Tiger. Jamer Candelario, and they signed former D-back, 27-year-old Stone Garrett. Uh, Rule 5 draft is coming up, and so we'll kind of see how that plays out. The Nats did make some moves to kind of make room for that. Uh, Candelario, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more Nats, obviously, when we get closer to the season, but kind of an interesting move here, trying to replace uh, I mean, just kind of anyone in the corners there. He's kind of a third baseman, first baseman, DH type. So we'll see there. Let's move on to the Washington Capitales, Mike. 10, 12, and 4, sixth in the Metro Division, which we're not used to seeing. Uh, right. But the but the Caps, obviously, this year, everyone who is watching the team or actually following the team, they know that we're beat up. And we, they, they know that Tom Wilson's out. <coughs> excuse me. Nick Backstrom's out and so on and so forth. So you're just looking at this team and just saying survive in advance for, pretty much for the most part uh, until our big guys come back, even though still around 500, which is not bad, and they're getting some points when they get into overtime. So first game of last week, they beat Vancouver on Tuesday 5-1. to one, So that was a smashing, even though the Canucks, not that great of a team overall, but overall that's a team that you need to beat. Ovi scores twice, passes Gretzky for the most row goals in AHL history. Anthony Mantha with a goal and assist. Carlson and Faravari also scored. And Darcy Kemper with 31 marvelous saves. And then another West Coast little trip here. Lost in Seattle 3-2 in overtime on Thursday. Seattle's rookie, Matty Benners, Benniers, whatever you want to call it. Uh, who cares about Seattle anyways? Yeah. Uh, scores the overtime goal in seven seconds, uh, which is great. Uh, <laughs> but we, we still got the point, and honestly, if we would have went to a shootout, probably would have lost that anyways. Uh, the Caps led 2-0 after the first, which has been a story pretty much this entire year, uh, You know, getting off to a hot start and then just letting it falter throughout the rest of the game. Uh, Martin Faravari, uh, you know, and Connor Sherry with the goals. Uh, Ovi was assist and on, or excuse me, on both goals. And then most recently on Saturday, they lost the Flames 5-2. Darcy Kemper left the game in the second period with an upper body injury. Considered day-to-day, which is typical for hockey. Everything's day-to-day unless you tear an ACL for the most part. Uh, but Connor Shearing, John Carlson both score. So not the best to end the week, but overall 1-1-1 one, one, one record for the boys in red, white, and blue. Moving on to the other boys in red, white, and blue, the Washington Wizards. Yeah, the Wiz kids, not the best week and not the best uh, recent uh, streak here as uh, they currently are 11-13, and 13, 11th in the Eastern Conference. Of course, I was talking a big game thinking, obviously it's still early, but I was talking earlier few weeks ago hey maybe this could be a top five team in the east i don't know uh you beat the wolves on tuesday 142 127 huge game from kp a career game 41 including 29 in the first half wizards also as a team shot 57 percent from the field you're gonna win a lot of games if you're shooting like that from the field uh kyle kuzman 23 points beal 22 then all the good times uh, ended for the rest of the week as wednesday a loss to Brooklyn, 113-107. Uh, Kevin Durant loves to play against D.C. He always does well against the Kids. He had 39 in the game. KP, great night, 27-19. and Beal and Kuz each had put up in 25 with the Wizards lose. And then they lost to uh, not a great Hornets team, 117-116. This was a real rough one as a Wizards fan because he had uh, this team down the stretch uh, – the Wizards outscored the Hornets 28-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter, and they still lost. Beal, 33 points, and some key turnovers late in this one, too. He, he bounced the ball off his leg. Uh, he got the ball stolen by Kelly Oubre. He missed an open jumper in the final minute. Uh, add that to the list of Bradley Beal not being clutch for the Washington Wizards in his career. Uh, and then the last, another bad loss to a bad Lakers team. 130-119. Anthony Davis, though, granted, the guy went off. 55 yeah. points in the game. He's been on fire. rebounds. It's like, you know, you're going to – a guy on the other team puts up 55, you're probably going to lose most games. Beal also left this game in the first quarter with a hamstring strain. 
Uh, the Wizards are still kind of banged up. I mean, Rui's out. DeLon Wright's still been out. Uh, and the Wizards lose that one as well. So rough rough week, rough stretch here as they fall below 500. It's still early. We're about you know a little over a quarter of the way through the NBA season. A lot of games left to be played. Uh, right. So we're, we'll, we'll kind of see where this team ends up. But we are going to move over to the gridiron. We are the, the commander. And talk about one of the weirdest games this season. <laughs> Obviously, you know, we know that this team, the commanders, had kind of a big stretch here against the Giants. You have back-to-back games. Well, you have the bye week in between, but you've got, you know, pretty key games here against a division opponent who's right there in the mix for the playoffs as well and this one did not really go as planned 2020 tie yeah uh, obviously a rarity in in football and now that puts the commanders at seven five and one and just outside the playoff picture if the season ended today as they sit in eighth place in the nfc uh, uh mike i mean Kind of just a, a weird, I mean, a weird ending, weird one to to tie, a, a winnable game to say the least. Uh, Heineke uh, had a decent night, a decent day at times. I mean, obviously no picks, threw a couple touchdowns, uh, actually threw over 200 yards, which is a rarity for Taylor Heineke, it seems like these days. But he also fumbled a few times. He was sacked uh, five times. That's not all on him, obviously, but... Uh, this was a game that this team really kind of needed to win, and they tied. And that didn't help anybody. <laughs> yeah, honestly, you know, it's more of a nothing burger when you call mm-hmm. this game. I mean, uh, my, my co-worker is a Giants fan. He was like, we screwed this over and, and all this kind of different stuff. And, you know, we should have won that game. I said, well, we should have won it too. Yeah, We were up clearly. 10 nothing In a tie, in both teams are in it, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, we, I mean – Honestly, when you're looking at it, we are, and I apologize for everyone out there. My voice is still raspy from last week, and I'm coughing. So hopefully, I'm <laughs> trying not to get it over the mic. But anyways, um, you know, we were up ten nothing, and then obviously in the overtime period, I, I don't know how stupid and how lame you can get if you're Scott Turner. Yeah. For literally, we had the ball on a 21 yard gain by Curtis Samuel. We were on the Giants 42 yard line. Joey Sly doesn't have the the biggest leg, okay? He's not Justin Tucker. But all you have to do is gain like three or four yards, and literally you're in his field goal range, and we have a, a chance. Yeah. And it's like, well, not even a chip shot, well, a chance. Right. Yeah. It would have been like a 50-yarder, but still, <clears throat> we would have had a chance to actually kick it. And I don't know what the first two plays were, but then like it was like third and seven or something like that, and all of a sudden – we like run a screen play to Curtis Samuel. It's like, why are we running a screen play, a play that doesn't even go down the field? You're hoping you get a catch and some yards, but you're not literally thinking about, oh, well, if they blow this play up, we don't gain a single thing. Like you're not even giving yourself a chance. I mean, I literally said it today to other people that were asking me about the game, my thoughts. I just don't understand how you have a million routes out there that are five-yard routes, you know, five to ten-yard routes, something like that. But you're gonna sit there and say we can't do a three-step slant route to, like, you know, we can't, we can't do a pick route or something like that that's gonna give us some yards. Right. And said we're gonna do a screen play that's not gonna gain a single thing and then punt the ball back to him. Yeah. I mean, I even texted our group chat and said, "Are we really gonna have a chance to win this game? Like, it's unbelievable." <laughs> And it's like it's unbelievable because we were up ten nothing. Then we did nothing for literally like, I mean, forever. And we still had like drives that were out there that were six minutes, seven minutes, or whatever it was, twelve plays, thirteen plays, and came up with zero points in those yeah. two drives later in the second half. I just thought it was kind of hilarious because of the sole fact that we look at this team and say. Oh man, this this is some commanders football. That's what they're calling it now. Commanders will run the clock and and get the time of possession. Well, we did that. Our defense did pretty well for the most part, holding them to zero points uh, for the fourth quarter and overtime periods. That's right there. That's twenty five minutes uh, of game time that you held them scoreless. Um, and if you're going to count the first quarter too, that's literally right there. That's forty five, or it's yeah. Excuse me. That's forty minutes of game time, including the overtime ten minutes that the defense did not let them score. So you should be able to win 
if you let them up with 20 points. And that's the problem for, that I have is this team with Taylor Heineke at the helm, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, they are not capable of scoring more than like 23 points. That's like their max because right. he's so limited in his offensive prowess. I mean, you're looking at it, and I have it on our outline, that what happened to everyone saying, well, he can use his legs, he can do this, he can do that. And all of a sudden, it's like he has, he has less than 10 yards a game running the football. Taylor, I mean, Carson Wentz has more rushing yards in less <laughs> games now. And yeah. that's the thing. Everyone yeah. said Carson Wentz was a statue, <coughs> and Taylor Heineke was, you know, this, this you know, uh, a Josh Allen type person, and everyone's like, "Oh well, you know, it, it, it's okay." The, the other guys are running the ball, and it's like everyone just makes excuses and excuses. And then we're looking at his stat line. You even mentioned it; he went over 200 yards for the first time in like three, four weeks. Okay, but the problem is, is that he was still sacked five times. He fumbled twice. He had three dropped interceptions. But no. Heineke magic, Heineke magic for that one throw that he had to Curtis Samuel on fourth down. And I also put on here, which I thought was hilarious, his two touchdowns he threw for a total of 11 yards. It was the receivers that made the plays right, happen. Right, right. I mean, especially you think of the McLaurin one where, yeah, it was, you know, a little little tiny dink pass, 40 <laughs> yards, and uh, Scary Terry did the rest. Unbelievable. You know, but, yeah, I, I think you're right. I did see – on Twitter, I did start seeing some people maybe falling into our camp a little bit more in huh. the, in the Carson, like a little more. And and it's, again, it's not like we're pro Carson, anti uh, you know Taylor. We're just more of like, hey, let's you know, uh, let's let's not hand over Taylor the keys to the franchise quite quite yet. You know, that's like right. kind of been our stance on this. And I have seen some people like there were some questions posed like, "Hey, would this team have won this game yesterday with Carson Wentz at quarterback?" And that sort of question. Obviously, you'll never know the answer, but I, I do see some of the fans start to pull it back a little bit with the Taylor love. I think the more tape that we're getting on Taylor Heineke, the more we're starting to kind of expose his flaws a little bit more. Where some of the fans are even starting to see like, "All right, like you said, two touchdowns." A four-yarder and a seven-yarder. Okay, well, that's not that impressive. Uh, okay, five sacks. Well, we were complaining about Carson Wentz getting sacked all the time and that it was all his fault. Well, okay. All right, he's not running the ball at all. He's not Justin Fields. He's not Josh Allen. Like, he's not doing those things that those running quarterbacks are doing. Then what exactly are we getting from Taylor right. Heineke like, that we wouldn't be able to get from, from somebody else? You know, So I, I think it's just showing he's not as special as some people tried to, <laughs> tried to say he was. And now... You know, you said nothing burger at the beginning. It is true. It's not like this game monumentally hurt either team or monumentally helped either team. They're still kind of around the same area that they were. Um, of course, with Washington being just outside of the playoff picture if the season ends today, but it doesn't end today. They've got more games to, to play to try and get in. Uh, and now you're going to play this team again on the 18th. So, you know, I don't, uh, they can't tie twice in a row, Mike. I, I, right. I, I that would be unbelievable, but now you have a little more time to think about it. Yeah, honestly, you know, and, and again, I, I know we talk about Taylor Heineke on this program a ton. The problem is, is I think that at some point it's going to blow up, and that's the problem. Is you're looking at yesterday's game. If he throws one of those three dropped interceptions and it actually is caught, yeah. Especially there was one late. I believe it was late in the overtime period, actually, and or it was either overtime or that last drive that we had. <coughs> Excuse me. And the thing about it is, is you're looking at the flaws. I mean, his completion percentage is bottom five in the league his uh, average yards per attempt is is second to last in the league less than seven yards per attempt and that's the problem that I'm seeing and looking at and I, I understand like some people that are out there say like oh here he comes again here he goes again saying say, saying you know that Taylor sucks again like he, he's he got the magic you know he every, I mean everyone keeps saying that but obviously like you said some people are kind of coming around but yeah. I think that when you're looking at it this was like his best. If you just look at touchdowns, interceptions, yards, and I guess completion percentage, this was his best game. Yeah. And that's the funny thing is you look at it and say, but it didn't turn out the way we wanted to. It's because we put so much on his shoulders because of the sole fact that we were for, for once down in this game, which we haven't been lately. 
I don't think we've been down since the Packers game. Yeah. So you're looking at it and saying, we put so much onus and so much pressure on Taylor Heineke to make something happen. And honestly, he had multiple chances late in the game and in overtime to make something happen, give us some magic, and nothing happened. Yeah, and we ended we're gonna, up tying the game. If we're going to give him all this credit for the wins, then you have to also uh, examine a game like this and be like, well, they didn't win. And was it because of Taylor Heineke? You know, like yeah. you have to ask those questions. If you're going to hand him the W every time the team wins when he throws 120 yards, and you know, then you have to kind of take a deeper look at this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I think obviously some big, big games ahead. And, you know, is it going to be a situation where <clears throat> if this team doesn't make the playoffs, you know, it's it's like, like is it playoffs or bust here for this team? Obviously, we want them to be playing in the playoffs. That would be great. At the end of the day, going into this season, you know, we, we kind of, well, especially early on once Carson went down and things like that, we kind of figured like, all right, this may not be the year. This might be just a year of, of right. losing. At this point, though, with where the standings are, it's like, you kind of need to make the playoffs because if you don't, it's not like you're getting a great draft position. So uh, it's yep. kind of like you kind of you kind of got to get in at this point, and, and they still have a plenty of chances to do so. Uh, the NFC East picture right now: Eagles eleven and one, Cowboys nine and three, Giants seven four and one, Commanders seven five and one. With the bye week looming, uh, as of right yeah. now, though we're in. That's the thing. As of right, right now, we're in. Obviously, as we record this, the Bucks going to be playing here soon. But you're looking at it and saying, "All right, we're in." But again. The Eagles get a bye, and then you have the Vikings, Cowboys, Niners, Giants, Seahawks. Now the Niners, who knows what's going to happen with them uh, with playoff seeding. But right now, I mean, it's just a cluster with the Niners, Giants, Seahawks, and us. Because if you look at it, we're all like a game apart pretty much right. for the most part. So Don't if you look at it. my Lions sneaking up there too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're on fire as well. So you're looking at it and saying right now, as of right now, it, as it stands, we would be playing the Vikings. Oh, which, so we would be in. Okay, okay. Yeah, we yeah we are as of right now because we're seventh spot and and oh, that's the Bucks, weird. Earlier, I looked at it this morning when I did the format and it had us in the eighth spot. Uh, well, well, the, if you go by the conference right now, the conference standings, the Bucks are in eighth and they have, uh, I think they're one and a half oh, games but like back. You said, they play tonight, so yeah, yeah. So so th- if they win, then they'll be I think uh, like a like a half game back. But obviously, we had the bye week coming up and whatnot. But right. th- you're just looking at it and saying that we got one more against the Giants. Who knows if the Cowboys game is going to matter? Uh, we got a game against the Niners. That's huge. So we got some important games coming up. And honestly, when you're looking at it, uh, a lot of things are changing right now. So if at this point, like I said before, I don't really care because the sole fact that the draft stock is out. The quarterbacks in, the, in this draft aren't as good as we thought right. uh, for the most Seems part. Seems always happen. So, so honestly, and, and I saw someone say that today they were looking at Hendon Hooker to p- get picked 20th in the draft right now or something like that. No I was like, that makes no sense. He he, no. he, he tore his ACL, and we're going to pick him first round? I, I, no. No. That's but a, that's, a <laughs> that, 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 that's a big no. Uh, but just looking at it, as of right now, we're in. And, hey, if we get in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen, especially if we play the Vikings. But I would love to play the Cowboys. Now, that would be fun to that watch. That would be that would be something. So hey, you know that's there's some there's some season left here to make some magic happen here. That Heineke magic that Mike loves. Love uh, it, love it, love it, love it. Let's 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 move off the sports and get into it some food. Like stuffing that you stick in the ass end of a turkey. Seafood crepe. Yeah, that's seafood crap. When you take a bite of that cod, it's almost like you've got a breaded condom in your mouth. It's like it's been left out for days and it's been attacked by cats. Dry and tasteless. It's dry. It's dry. How dry that is. Bland as anything. It is bland. Bland. There's no seasoning in there. Everything's bland. Bland. It's bland. Pasta's bland. I don't even think he likes to water. Little food review time. <coughs> it's been a little while since we've done one of these, and Mike and I each have brought a snack with us to uh, to review and give you our thoughts. And oh, I was supposed to bring mine. Yeah, <laughs> you left it at home, right? Your mom's, uh, your mom's it, bringing it well, to school. No, it, it's, it, I thought you were just reviewing yours. Oh, today. then I will do mine. I'll just do mine. You do yours next week. Then we'll do that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll do mine next. You're week. Right, because we got a lot to get to. We got final lap. We got trivia. We got, we got a lot. Um, so this is the Cheetos Bolitas. Bolitas, which is a official USA snack of the FIFA World Cup 2022. Apparently, Cheetos Bolitas. It says chili and cheese 
Uh, I don't know why I'm getting a phone call right now. Let me go ahead and sign Who is it? That. Uh, nobody, Put him on. Nobody that would make sense for us to answer. And now, uh, insurance. Right. Oh, let's skip ahead to. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hey! There, there's Gordon again. We're going all over the place here. Chili and <laughs> cheese flavored. Uh, it's like these little balls. They're these little bolitas. Oh, which little, I, little I balls. Bolitas. I don't know the definition, but I does that mean cheese balls or something? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Siri while you're while you're looking at them. What are bolitas in Spanish? Yeah, let's find out. Burritos. Those are burritos. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> all right, so they're these, so they're they're a little small, almost not definitely not as big as like a cheese puffed ball. They're definitely okay. a little smaller. Um, they've got some definitely some coating and seasoning on there. So we'll give it a shot again. Chili and cheese flavored. I wonder if Google has a better bolitas in bolitas little balls little balls in English. So they are little okay. balls. Okay. Little 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 queso balls. They looked pretty good though. At least they weren't the cheese it puffed, puffed, as last time. Right. Okay. Yeah, the cheese it puffed were terrible. Um, I, was is 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 Uts the ones who make that one that comes in the big huge tub? I think you know, you, like you have to think about it though. Like that big tub has so much bacteria in it. All those all yeah. those, those sticky fingers. All I can think about is like a Peter Griffin hand going in there. With like cheese puff <laughs> dust all over them, and just I was just digging through the balls. So I will. Say, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to gather my thoughts here. Uh, so these are very the small. The the they are they're small balls. So if you've had the Cheetos cheese puffs. Um, where they're like, you know, the, the everyone's had a cheese puff. Not the balls, but like the, the whatever, whatever. The, the, yeah, the, the, puffs, the curvature. The Cheeto, yeah, the, the, the Cheeto puffs. Um, you've had those. I'd say this is very similar taste to that. I get you get maybe like a little more flavor kick than like the the styrofoam cheese puff type thing. I, I'm tasting now like a little bit later, maybe a little bit of chili. Definitely not much heat at all, but. These aren't bad. They're small. They're small balls, as we've established. Bolitas, bolitas. I mean, I would eat a lot of these, I will say. There, there is a nice flavor, I, but this isn't anything like a, a What about a the bag test? Does oh, the bag test true. work? Man, Try yeah. the bag test. you got to remember the bag test. What did you? What right. we call this? The bag test. That's what we called it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, nice. See, see, look how clean that was. Yeah. That was so clean that, that I mean... No sticky fingers, no no cheese fingers. You know, you don't have to dig them. Like I said, the Peter Griffin hand in the big cheese ball exactly. tub. No Peter Griffin hand in the balls. Um, so I would say my only gripe is, like, this isn't something very new. Like, this is not a texture I haven't ate before. It's not really a flavor I've really ate before. Like, it's not something, like, that's blowing my mind. But it is still good. Like, you would, right. you would eat this bag... And be perfectly content and happy watching some World Cup soccer. Uh, and so for that reason, grade-wise, I'll probably rating out of five, give it maybe like a solid three. Wow. Just a three? solid three. Okay. A solid three. It's middle not, of the pack. Middle of the pack. I would not say this is something that you'd have to like go rush out to the store and go buy. Sixth man of the year award. <laughs> yeah. It's like if you have this bag... If you see it at your grocery store and you're buying other stuff, like it's worth a purchase, but it's not something where you gotta like drop everything and go get it. Unfortunately, because I w I had high hopes. I think if you had a maybe a little different flavor to it or something, it could it could make it a little more interest. Otherwise, it's just cheese puff. That's really all it is. Yeah. Um, Bolitas. We'll be doing the final lap, then we'll get into some trivia and of course our our lovely ad read. But let's hit up the final lap. Chance to go over some bigger stories in sports. Ninety seconds on the clock. Here we go. First up, Team USA's uh, magical run ends in the knockout stage, uh, eliminated by the Netherlands on Saturday. 3-1, Mike. Honestly, it's it's just USA soccer, yes, making it to the, you know, the knockout round is awesome, but we just don't have the firepower that some of these other clubs do or other nations do because, I mean, yes, Christian Pulisic, it, great, 
great player, but he he ain't a Ronaldo. He ain't a Messi. He ain't a Neymar or any of these these high profile strikers. I mean, he's not a, in a, a Vinicius Junior. He's not a type of guy like this and go out there and ISO three people. And that's just how it is. That's what USA Soccer has been. Jimmy G breaks his foot the other day out for the season. The the tough luck continues for the 49ers. Hey, uh, yep. Well, we got a we got a big matchup with them coming up later this uh, yep. later this season. Michael I'll have more Penix, thoughts then. <laughs> uh, speaking of college quarterbacks, one of the the big stories this past season was Penix in Washington. He will be returning. It's not, not something you always see, especially with a draft where hey, maybe that could have been yeah. a guy that could have found a way on a team uh, with some weaker quarterbacks in the draft. But he wants to run it back. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I heard that he was one of the top five quarterbacks that were being considered in the top you know two rounds. Yeah. So. Kind of surprising, but maybe he says, you know what, screw it. I'm going to go back there. We had a nice run this year. Maybe I'll go back there and try to improve my draft stock. Deion Sanders, primetime, uh, will be coaching in Colorado, moving uh, moving from Jackson State now to Boulder, Colorado. I think the best quote that I heard out of all that hoopla over the last couple of days was the president. I believe it was the president or the AD uh, being asked, do you have the money to pay him? And they said, nope, but we'll find it. Right. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Great. We're not going to like get into it too much right now. But yeah, like there is there is a lot of discussion of like, was Jackson State like, because I guess the problem is with Dion was like, that some people are having. I'm not necessarily saying this is my opinion, but I'm saying some people are ha- of the opinion that Dion talks such a big game about like promoting HBCUs and like elevating the program and like really turning it into something. And then now he left, and and so some people are feeling like the job wasn't finished, or they're feeling like, oh, did he really care about all those things, or we were we just a stepping stone? And then on the other side of things, people are like. Hey, I mean, he did really improve a lot of facilities. He, he, you know, he brought a lot of attention to the program. Like, there's a lot of good right, that right, he did yeah. do here. He brought a bunch of great recruits in. So, you know, I, I don't really know how I fully feel, feel about it yet. But there are there are a, a couple sides to it. Regardless, he's going to Colorado, uh, and it'll be interesting. It was, there was a very funny tweet about they showed like. Uh, you know, Jackson State game and the crowd getting so hype and things like that. And, like, a lot of time you'll see that, some of those HBCUs and stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, get ready for them to be able to do this in, in Colorado. And then, like, people commenting being like, uh, I don't think that's going to be the environment in Boulder, <laughs> yeah. uh, And then last but not least, this is actually kind of somewhat local news for us, is Trey Turner uh, is now going to be in the division for the next decade, I guess. Uh, he'll be heading to the Phillies. So now you have Bryce Harper. And now you have Trey Turner as the former Nats list continues of in-division rivals, too, because you have Max Scherzer for the Mets. And, like, you've got all these guys that came here and, and won us a bunch of games now go, going and playing for division rivals. But, yeah, I was surprised by this, Mike, this Trey Turner news today. I was surprised as well, but obviously when you're looking at it, I, I even texted it to you. I, I just sh- was shocked that they're going to pay a guy that much money yeah. along with Bryce Harper. I mean, they're on the hook for both of them for like the next like eight years, Yeah, which it, is, which it is, is crazy. Surprising. I mean, that is it's a lot of money. It's a type of money where it's like, man, we really were hoping – our team would shell out for Juan Soto for, you know, extensions and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, it's just so weird. It's so weird seeing these guys sprinkled around the league where you're like, oh, there's Trey Turner, you know, there's yep. there's Anthony Rendon. There's, you know, all these guys where just nobody stays here. There's really – and now right. that Juan Soto's gone, there's really no face of the franchise now, yeah. you know? They're, they're, well, I mean, honestly, not. when you're looking at uh, this whole entire uh, outlook of Trey Turner going to the Phillies and the Phillies paying another superstar and all that kind of stuff, for, for me, when I look at the situation at hand, I think the Phillies are trying to play for the next five years. And I'm hoping, hoping that, uh, because obviously how close they got this year, but I'm hoping that Mike Rizzo has a plan in place uh, for when a new ownership group comes in or whoever comes in because apparently what I heard was that another person that has is like the CEO of eBay or something like that yeah. bought into NBC Sports Washington. So that's another uh, cash flow option for another you know for obviously Teleonsis or someone to see if they want to bid for the Nats again. Um, but you're looking at it and saying <clears throat> excuse me that I think honestly 
we actually have a good chance for five years and beyond. And that's my biggest outlook right now, just to, you know, briefly get into it. Yeah. That I, I, I know we mentioned it, you know, a month or two ago, but in my opinion, I think the Nats are going to be built better than the Phillies within the next five years. Like, say come 2027, somehow, some way, you know, we have all the C.J. Abrams. We got all these guys coming through the pipe system. But then all of a sudden, maybe the new ownership group makes a bid at Juan Soto. And Juan Soto, again, looks at us and says, <laughs> I mean, these guys got a bunch of studs in my trade. That's true. They got a new ownership group that's willing to pay some cash. Obviously, they're going to pay me. So I might just go back to D.C. <laughs> have, have a, and obviously, he's still like 15 years old, Juan Soto. So you're looking at it and saying, right. <laughs> he goes out there. And all of a sudden, he leads the team, faces the franchise, has a bunch of prospects around him, and they're built for seven to ten years in the future. Yeah. And that's why I think the Phillies right now are playing for the next five years because you're looking at Trey Turner getting up there in age, and you're looking at Bryce Harper getting up there in age, and both of them are on the hook for over $600 million just between those two guys. And you don't want to see in Philly – all of a sudden be a, t- a type of L.A. Dodgers type team where they're paying all these guys and they don't have anything to produce. Yeah, maybe they make it to the World Series, but you don't want to have keep having World Series losses or NLCS losses. So that's why I think that the Nats are built for the next four-plus years, and I hope Rizzo and maybe a new ownership group can get us past that hump and try to get us another second World Series. Oh, yeah, I, I definitely agree in that. It's not like – you know, there isn't a chance of a big name star coming back, like a Juan Soto coming back here, or or somebody else coming here and, and making their name and becoming the face. It, it is just interesting to see for a, a franchise that had, you had your Ryan Zimmerman face of the franchise, you had your, um, yeah, yeah. you know, Scherzer, you had you know Soto, of course, Strasburg at times has been the face, who's still technically on this team, even though I mean the guy's on a milk carton. We have barely ever yep. gotten to see him the past couple of years. Um, so it's just it's wild. <laughs> this this upcoming season may be another rough one, but at least we'll have a lot of looks at some of the young guys. I mean, that's really all we can be hopeful for at this point. Uh, let's do a little trivia. It's been a while uh, since we've done the trivia. And yes, it has. Well, Mike does ask me the trivia question. It is really for you people at home because I'm a I'm a moron. I get things wrong constantly. So you know, play along on on the talk yeah, or, or play or along Twitter or whatever. In your head, go all right. I'm God. I'm way smarter than this guy who's doing a stupid podcast. Let me answer this question. <laughs> so you're going to get this question right, and I'm going to get this question wrong. It's almost 100 percent certainty. So go ahead, Mike. You know what? One of my biggest fears is is that I have a lot of students that sit there and ask me, "Oh, don't you have a podcast?" Or they start googling my name. Ooh, yeah. I just don't like it. It, it, it makes me feel uneasy. And they sit there and they're like, oh, oh, I found your podcast. And I'm like, oh, man, I hope I didn't give this kid a bad grade yeah, last quarter. Yeah, you do quarter. a whole episode making fun <laughs> of the kid. And then uh, he shows up the next day. Well, well, that, but also they look at the podcast and they're like, uh, one star. By the way, sub and subscribe oh, yeah. and uh, rate, rate review. review. All that good stuff, yeah. Yeah, we had a we, we had a guy review uh, before we get to the trivia. Who was the guy that reviewed us like a month and a half ago? Oh, it was like the guy that was like from another team's. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah he said yeah. something. Where, where is where is that? His name is uh, Wiseman's not a bust. This is this was about three weeks ago. He said, "Great stuff, a must listen for all Wizards fans." Oakland Warriors podcast. Um, that's his name. Uh, but I was kind of, and he said his title was solid, but I was kind of surprised because that was a solo show that I did. I don't think I talked any wizards. Yeah. Um, maybe he was looking at a different episode. Who knows? Who knows? Um, man. I don't know how I, people I, find this show. It's like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, hey, what about that one guy? Remember, what was that guy's name that, that was at George Mason uh, or high school? He's a high school kid. And he tried to interview oh, us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh my gosh, yeah. that kid. We have a lot of good stories. Uh, we, we're spending a little too much time together uh, <laughs> with Mike's. All right, so here we go. Where's the there's the thing? So the DC, as we return this, the DC sports trivia question of the week. Here we go. What quarterback made his NFL debut with the Skins, the Redskins, in 1998 and started every game? From 2001 to 2005 for the Chiefs. So what quarterback made his NFL debut with the Redskins in 98 and started every game for the Chiefs 
for two thousand from two thousand one right. to two thousand five for the Kansas City Chiefs. Does his first name start with a T? Could. Well, that's my question. Does his first name start with a T? Quite possibly. So is it yes? Is it Trent? Yes. Something? Yes. Is it Trent yes. Dilfer? No. No. You're close. No, no. no, but but it's Trent. It's Trent. Whatever his name. I know. I know who the guy is. Yeah, it's Trent. Trent. Yeah. Oh, God. So tip tip of your tongue. Trent. No, it's not. It's Trent. a color. I can't believe it's a Dilfer. No, no. It's Trent. Uh, it's a color. Green. Color of a tree. <laughs> brown. Yes. Trent. <laughs> well, Trent brown. Color of a tree. Yeah. A tree trunk <laughs> is brown. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I knew it was Trent. Trent Green. See, I, I Trent had, Green. I had something up in the brain of mine. Um, not Trent Dilfer, Trent, Trent Green. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, uh, people at home, not, feel not free to of, make fun of me. Not a lot of Trents. Not a lot of Trents out there. Not a lot of Trents, no. Uh, that, that that was a good one. That was a good question. There I got go. it half right. I got that was good. half coin. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a full coin. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I did want to mention before we get it's to the money line. It's Christmas. I just wanted to, t- to mention this briefly because this happened today. So we have a we had a dishwasher being uh, oh. being delivered today and uh, and first of all if you've never had to get a new dishwasher it is a gigantic pain in the butt to remove the old dishwasher which you have to do um, and like you have to do all these different things it took me like all day yesterday I was losing my mind I did it wait you had to do it yeah you have to do it because they take the old one and they install the new one but you have to have the old one out and ready to go no, for them to take that's it. bogus uh, and so that took me like all day trying to figure that out it's a whole other story. But anyways, today, so today's the day the new one is supposed to be dropped off. So I'm all ready to go. The window they give is one to four. So you go like, Typical. all right, it yeah. could be, you know, any time in that time. So I kind of clear my schedule because I'm like, hey, it could be one. You know, so like my, my afternoon, I kind of clear off on my calendar. So, you know, those four hours go by. And, and meanwhile, Abby's the one who's been in communication with them. So she's texting me, giving me updates that she's getting from them. And... They're telling her, like, we'll be there in 30 minutes. Like, 45 minutes go by. They're still not here. And she's like, uh, what's the deal? And they're like, sorry, the house before us, there was an issue, blah, blah, blah. Finally, it's like 4, it was 5 o'clock. It must have been 5 o'clock. You know, every, everyone's home. Lucy's home, Abby's home. It's, and, and, and all this was supposed to happen at, like, 1 o'clock. 5 o'clock. <laughs> so they show up. The van pulls, pulls up. Uh, guy gets out. He he comes up into into our place and and I show him like where the old one is and I'm like you know and uh, blah blah he like measures it for a second and then he goes out to the truck and he's like let me go get let me go inspect the new one so he pulls fit. the new one they pull the new one off the truck and then they call me over to be like hey come check it out and so I come down and then he's like so there's a dent. And then you look, so you look oh. at the front door of the of the washing machine, or the not the washer, the the dishwasher, and there's like this gigantic dent in the bottom of the dishwasher. Keep in mind, we haven't really had a dishwasher for like a month. I've been doing everything by hand, and then we oh. finally bought a new one. And then Jesus. it finally comes. There's a giant dent, and for a second, I'm like. Is the dent big enough deal for me to not just take this dishwasher? But then I was like, wait, 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 wait. If we're paying and buying a new dishwasher, we should yeah. have like one that's not dented. And I also heard a loud bang like a couple minutes before he brought me out. So I also was wondering, did they dent the dishwasher? Because yeah. I heard a loud bang. And anyway, so then they're like, I'm like, okay, well, what do you what do you do? He's like, well, so we order a new one, and then it should be. I mean, we'll let you know when it's ready to come here, but it'll probably be like four or five days. And then it's like, we waited this month long to finally buy a new dishwasher, wait all day for the new dishwasher to show up, and then it shows up and there's a giant dent in it. Right. Just, it this is just like part of being an adult is just, it's the sucky part, is all this yeah. like appliance stuff. It's the worst. It's the worst. So, <coughs> so going along with that story, uh, I was visiting my buddy in Charleston, one of my best friends uh, that I grew up with, uh, and him and his uh, girlfriend. Uh, live in a house and they just bought it uh, and it got built and all that kind of stuff and it's recent it's within the last I don't know I'd say within the last six months yeah so uh, Kristen who is obviously the girlfriend was telling us a story that similar situation happened they're moving stuff from the moving company from the from the old house to the new house and they just recently bought a brand new fridge they're moving the fridge and all of a sudden, oh, they no. hear they hear that big bang, and all of a sudden, 
And Kristen said that she, she my my buddy Blaine's a a more you know even keel kind of guy, like go with the flow, like right. I'll, I'll handle it, you know, whatever. But she said she just went off on him because obviously the stresses of moving right. and all this oh, kind of stuff. The worst. Moving is the worst. Yeah, because because the problem was what set her off was obviously that and moving. But then the guy said, "Oh, well, this was there," and he started trying to blame oh, it on something no. else, and she started going off. And I started when she's telling me the story, and it's actually there's a couple big dents in this brand new yeah. fridge oh, yeah. that cost probably like twelve hundred bucks or something right. like that. Ugh. So going along with what you said, she said that she ended up calling the HR department or whatever, the moving company or whatever, and they credited her five hundred dollars back. So it basically paid for the entire moving Ooh. company, which is awesome. Oh yeah, uh, don't so, don't don't. Uh... You gotta understand, like your boy is gonna try to get hooked from this. Like he is oh, going yeah. to uh, got, ask got for to. maybe some credit or something like that. Yeah, from the big uh, where'd home, you buy it from? Home Depot. Uh, oh, you 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 got it at the pot? Yeah, I went with it because that's what we did with our fridge, and it worked out fine. Uh, and the, the dishwasher stuff, we'll see, we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know, I'll, but uh, I will be shocked if if the next delivery with it. It, like go smoothly now because now they took the old one <laughs> so we have nothing there it's just a and then also like my sinks off and like all this oh, stuff Jesus. because it's like we had to get everything prepped and it's like this is a disaster <laughs> what, oh my what's God. going on here uh but <sighs> paper plates let's move yeah a lot of paper plates this week i think <laughs> i did order some taco bell just now um so oh my gosh what's your hey read the order <laughs> okay i did not was not prepared to do this um <laughs> So I got you. Got to have you. Always got to know the order. So a- Abby's order is always pretty simple. She likes the soft tacos and then like some, okay. some of the chips and nacho cheese. So I, your boy's going. Yeah. Your boy's pretty hungry. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna start start with two Doritos Locos tacos su- supreme, and then I got the Chalupa Supreme, and then I also got a spicy double steak grilled cheese burrito. Oh my god, that sounds delectable. <laughs> and a Baja Blast, obviously. Dude, that's <laughs> not. I'm not gonna lie. That's that, that's not bad. Now you have to go with the cravings menu because that's where the good stuff is, yeah. and then you got to add like a grilled cheese burrito onto it. Um, because I mean, when you're 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 penny pinching a little bit, right? But right. hey, that adding I'm the excited. grilled that grilled cheese burrito, dude, those things are pumped oh, I'm with so ingredients. Because I, I I didn't really eat. I didn't have a chance to eat lunch t- today and stuff, so I'm starving. And this is seven o'clock. This is way past my normal dinner time. But the stupid dishwasher stuff happened. Regardless, people, let's 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 finish the show here. <laughs> the wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is officially live in Maryland. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports with DraftKings anytime, anywhere, right here in well, right over there in Maryland. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with promo code DC Crossover will receive two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, unlimited player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. DraftKings Sportsbook is where both Mike and I go for all our sports betting needs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DCCROSSOVER to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DCCROSSOVER. Please play responsibly for help. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. You must be 21 years or older, physically present in Maryland, eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. See DraftKings.com slash MD for full terms and conditions. Thank you to our sponsor, DraftKings, as they do sponsor the money line. Right now, Mike has a nice lead on me, a six-game lead right now. I'm still trying to make my way back to the 500 mark. Been uh, losing lately, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been down. I've kind of been like I had a nice week or two, and then I've been back like 500 every week. Yeah. So we'll see how this week goes. It's tough pickings for these games because we do these shows typically on Monday nights, as you know, and it's like it, it, it's hard to pick a game from tonight. You, you don't necessarily want to do that. You want to pick a game right, in the future, right. and then for that, sometimes the odds aren't out yet and all that sort of stuff. So NFL has kind of been what we've been picking a lot of, and that will continue. My lock here this week, I'm going to go Raiders – Minus six over the Rams. I, I, you know, the Rams are obviously without Matthew Stafford the rest of the year. They, uh, I, I, I wish that was a little bit s- uh, s- smaller spread. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm just gonna go with it. Raiders minus six, and then my dog. I'm gonna go Browns plus six against the Bengals. I, I know that uh, Deshaun Watson had kind of a rough 
re-entry back to uh, this week. He, he was okay. He just wasn't great. I'm thinking maybe he'll settle down and, and maybe at least make it close against the Bengals. So I'm going to go Browns plus six as my dog. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're looking at the Raiders. Winners are two straight. You know, obviously they won in overtime and also beat a good Chargers team. Yep. Uh, and obviously you're looking at the Rams. I mean, minus six and a half last week, and the Seahawks just barely beat them. Uh, so that's more so a credit to Sean McVay because Aaron Donald wasn't even playing in that game, and I believe that was his first missed game of his career, yeah. uh, which is pretty crazy. So my lock of the week is Steelers minus two versus the Ravens. Yeah. You know, obviously you're looking at uh, Huntley, now the quarterback of the Ravens because Lamar Jackson got hurt. Uh, I mean, obviously Lamar Jackson, you know, Where's his mobility. Where's Trace McSorley? Remember when he was like the third Tra- stringer? Trace is playing for uh, the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I believe he's playing. Well, I think he's third string behind uh, our boy Colt McCoy. Right. Uh, right. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, former uh, Redskin uh, commander, football, whatever that yeah. he, whatever he was. He was the Redskins uh, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Steelers minus two over the Ravens. I think the Steelers are playing pretty good football right now. Obviously, they won this past week. Um, Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, they're all playing pretty well. Um, so I'm, I'm going to start going with the Steelers to win at least by a field goal against the Ravens in a huge rivalry matchup. Uh, I got your Detroit Lions in my dog. Now, like obviously, it. you're not going to get dog money in this um, because right now it's a pick em, but I believe that some people are going to start picking the Vikings, and I mm-hmm. think it might go to like a plus one and a half I agree. Uh, at, at, at the end when it's going to close. Uh, and obviously, look at the Lions, seven and three as the underdog this season. So you're looking at it and saying that, that this team could go out there and win some games. Now, obviously, they probably should have beat the Bills on Thanksgiving um, and, and, and a few other games, obviously, out there uh, that they left on the table. But, hey, Dan Campbell, everyone gave him crap for you know running through a wall for this guy and doing all this kind of stuff. Everyone gave him so much crap, but he's turning this team around with Jared Goff. They're cooking a little bit. They're cooking. I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing for sure. And like you said, they could have – Imagine if they had won that Bills game, how much more hype would be around this team right now. <laughs> yeah, right, right, um, right. But, yeah, no, I like this pick. I do think, uh, like you said, the money is going to go over to the Vikings' way. But, yeah, I mean, the Lions were the, a good cover team last year, too. I mean, they covered a lot of spreads last year. Uh, they were definitely a favorite to bet on. Um, so, yeah, we'll see We'll see what they do against the Vikings here. So I like that pick as well. Please bet responsibly. Again, DraftKings Sportsbook. Feel free to use our promo code DCCROSSOVER, $200 in free bets when you place a $5 bet on anything. Uh, that about does it. So with next week, with uh, being the – uh, the commanders being on bye week here this week, uh, we'll, we'll plan out, we'll plan some fun topics for next week's show. Oh yeah, going to be oh, yeah. as football heavy. Um, so we'll, we'll Mike will do a food. Maybe we'll do some more snack reviews, some additional food review type stuff. Uh, so we'll 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 give you some good content there. Uh, be sure to follow the show on all social media at the DC Crossover and at Cerrone sixteen, and check out the talk DC Crossover podcast. Rate review. Check out the YouTube. A lot of different places you can find us and support our sponsor, of course, DraftKings Sportsbook. Any final thoughts here, Mike, before we head into the night? I know you're uh, you're dying over there with your throat, so I don't want you to have to <laughs> say some big soliloquy here to end the show. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I guess what is the – here's the question for you. Okay. Um, What's the question? What is the next spot that you and Jess have picked out here locally – or do you not have one yet that you may be looking at for a for a good uh, evening, uh, you know, e- evening meal here maybe f- during the football season? So for I think honestly next week we might be uh, checking out either a new place or something like that because obviously she's a Steelers fan, yeah. so it's the biggest rivalry of the year for them, uh, and obviously it might be a little bit more of a more even game with Lamar Jackson out. Um, and I don't know, maybe we'll, we'll check out someplace. Obviously it's a bye know. week and whatnot. Um, but I, I want to get the full review on the show for sure. I I'm hoping that next week that my throat, uh, is, is back to normal. Cause I obviously last week I even told you, and I have a recording from last Tuesday yeah. that I, cause I, someone asked like, why aren't you working? Cause I had to take off on Tuesday and I literally recorded them a message or no, I took off on Wednesday and I recorded them a message and I said like, I, 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 my voice is just gone. Like I literally couldn't talk. That's why I couldn't go to work. 
and 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 I was coughing, and obviously I'm still coughing, uh, but I don't feel like I did because I was I went to work, I was sweating bullets. Oh, it looked geez. like it looked like I was getting interrogated by the FBI. <laughs> like it, it was so bad. Probably and my coworker, pounds that day. My my coworker looked at me and she was like, uh, "You can go home." <laughs> like, I was like, uh, "Yeah." She was like, "Cause she was gonna lead the classes anyways, uh, you know, my classes because I couldn't right. talk." I was like, oh, it was, but I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to use a sick day because I'm I'm a, I'm a stickler for the sick sick days. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're feeling better, and uh, even if your voice is still, you know, in but, and out. Yeah, but, I was uh, gonna say, you know what makes me feel better is John Z. Yeah, uh, me too. Uh, if I can get this. Whenever I whenever I post a talk, John Z always pops up on the feed when it's loading. Oh yeah, no, he is. Uh, and I'm always like, what's John Z got going on, man? He's the king of of social media, <laughs> honestly. All right, can you play this damn song here? Oh man! Uh, again, it's this iPad. It's so ancient. It's so hit ancient. the hit the bucks tonight. Hit the bucks tonight. There we go. I think it should be. Playing. Do we? Are we gonna go with the Bolitas? Whoa! There we go. Oh, yeah, definitely hit the bucks tonight for sure. Uh, Hitting the bucks. <laughs> going with Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah. The Saints just suck. The Saints are terrible. Uh, good luck with all of your bets for those who bet out there and. We will see you next week. John Z's taking us out here. And for those who don't know who that is or what that is, <laughs> go back and listen to some old episodes. We'll see you next time on the DC Crossover. Head out to the Backyard Grill.